0: Neck Nation, welcome to another podcast with Neck Roots. I'm Kit James, Austin Davis. And hey, this is episode nine. And it is titled Don't Punish Yourself, Push Yourself.
1: Yeah, what a great title. In fact, I'm I'm glad that we're talking about this today, Kit, because to be honest, Neck Nation, I struggle with this one hardcore.
0: Who which, doesn't,
1: bro? Uh, true, Come on, try. Right? Who doesn't? True. And it actually made me think of a story, and so so bear with me for a minute here, kid. I'm going to share this uh, racing story. Oh,
0: I like racing. Here stories. we go.
1: So this was back in 2017. I was racing racing the National Hare and Hound Series, which is a, a for those of you listening a, a national series on the west coast of the United States for off road desert racing. Right. Oh, so nice. these races are anywhere from you know 90 miles to. 130 miles long depending upon where you're at so they're they're pretty grueling races and anyway so um we go out the day before the race i'm out there and i'm picking my line on the start because you don't get to pre-ride the course at all in a desert race everything is new for the first time but you can walk the start and the start is through these sand dunes so i'm picking this line i think i'm doing a really good job um and setting up, you know, where I'm gonna go once once the banner drops and all the bikes get going. Cause I want to have clean air. I don't want to be caught up in the pack because there's a lot of bikes that go at one time. Like 200 bikes are all gonna leave at one time. And I don't want to be caught up in the mess. And so I picked this line and I, I'm really confident in it. So race day comes, I know where I'm going, I know where I'm headed, I go back out and I walk some of my line again. And my line that I had picked was probably about the first mile of the race that, that I had walked and uh, the banner goes up and the banner's up for 60 seconds and the banner drops and all 200 people we start our bikes at the same time and we start charging towards these sand dunes and I know right when I get to the sand dunes I'm going to take a right hand turn and go right through these dunes well I take my right hand turn I get I get to the sand dunes probably in about third place And the race has been going on for maybe about, I don't know, 45 seconds so far. So
0: You're you're already doing good. We're already
1: doing good, and we're only 45 seconds in. Take this right-hand turn and go up through these dunes, and I'm like, oh, my gosh, I'm going to get the lead here. I'm going to come out of these sand dunes. I'm going to be in first place, and I'm just going to check out on these guys, right? Well, right as I get into the sand dunes, my front tire sticks right into the top of this sand dune, and sends me right over the bars. Oh, wow. And, and Yard like, sale right there. Right there. Right right off the bat, right? So it's not like we were all spread out. All 200 of us were right together. And I watched all 200 bikes go right past me as I try and dug myself, try try to dig myself out of this sand dune. Well, I get back on the bike, and I've still got a positive attitude at this point, right? So we're going again, because all these guys are bunched up, and I tell myself I can pass them all. So first 10 miles of the race... I get through, um, get through the majority of those guys and work myself back up into the top 10. And then we drop into this ravine that had never been ridden before. And we were going up this ravine and some spots were steep. It was all extremely rocky, huge rocks. And I probably tipped over five times inside this ravine and just watched these guys go by me. And I just, I couldn't figure out what was going on. Like I'm a way better rider than this. Right. I don't tip over in these situations ever, let alone five times. Right. Right. And one of the guys that I was competing against in the class, he was second in points. I was first in points. I watched him go by me after I had worked so hard to pass him back. Well, and uh,
0: that that hurt seeing that, that guy go past oh, you.
1: Yeah, it hurt. And so I started feeling sorry for myself, Kit. Well, that don't work. No. And I got to a point, I remember exactly the point in the trail where I made a decision that, well, I just don't have it today, so I'm just going to take it easy and trail ride this race and just get back to the pits and maybe, you know, figure out what I'm going to do there. And I did that for maybe about 25 minutes and guys going by me because I'm not moving at race pace anymore because I just decided that I was going to punish myself right (laughs) and and trail ride and then i get to this road crossing and there's my dad and i told my dad what was going on and he just looked at me and he said get going like quit feeling sorry for yourself get going you know how to ride this bike fast turn it around and get going yeah and uh so i did man and oh man did i turn that thing on brother and we started passing people back. And it took me because I had I'd given up so much time to the leaders. But uh, I passed my way back up into the top 10. And unfortunately, you know, I did have another accident um, in that race that, that took me out of the race. It was kind of a, a, a bad deal. But the story, the moral is that, you know, I had made a decision that I was going to feel sorry for myself. And because of that, I punished myself.
0: Your dad right? wrecked all that, didn't he?
1: And he came in and he said... Quit whining about it. Quit feeling sorry for yourself and get going. Stop punishing yourself and holding yourself back. You know how to ride. Get going and go and win this race. Good for dad, man. Yeah, no kidding, right?
0: Good for my dad. That's awesome. So. You know what? Punishment does not equal progress, right? No, definitely not. So if we're going to progress, the only way to do it is to push ourselves. I mean, that's a great example. Yeah. Right. As soon as you say you can, not or as soon as you say you're done and you get in that mindset, bro, that body will do exactly what your brain tells it. It does. Um, We've talked about this in some previous episodes, and that is wiring our, you know, making sure the program upstairs in our minds is right. Right. Updating our expectations and making sure that we're talking to ourselves the right way. Um, I think in punishing ourselves, it, it feeds right into it. It's the same. It's what are we doing To program our minds to not punish ourselves but push ourselves, we all know how to push ourselves. I think I think about it all the time, and you know I don't know why, but the craziest things come to mind. And 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 one of them is when I'm going through those similar things, it's sometimes easier. Just I don't think we it's subconscious. I don't think we consciously start punishing ourselves, but when we feel any mistake, failure, regret anything, even a mood, you know, you can have a good day going on and 20 seconds of, um, some crazy Karen or whatever ruins the whole day. Right. And that 20 seconds shouldn't ruin our day, but it's what we allow, um, and give energy to in our minds. And I think we really, I'm excited to talk about this today because we've really got to figure out not just how to talk to ourselves. It's important, but when we're programming, we're having a Debbie downer day, right and you wanted to pin it you know you wanted to pin oh, it oh absolutely but you're in the ravine and you're like screw it dude five yeah. five times plus at the beginning yeah i mean catching up sucks it does right make, yeah it's make, a lot of hard work yeah so um anyways i i think of this crazy thing that comes to mind like uh, Wreck racket ralph it ralph you want to be racket ralph and punish yourself He everywhere he goes he's wrecking something yeah, right yep uh, or do you want to be bob the builder i mean my kids used to watch you know wreck ralph and bob the builder and bob the builder would say yes we can right? yeah no kidding <laughs> and when you piped up there by the pits when your dad was there he's like yes you can i've seen you pin it and win it right yeah, that's yep. why you were even invited to that race
1: that's exactly that's right that's an
0: invitational no kidding right so i mean if that's not props enough but it is hard but race that race is just like life austin i mean we've got to be able to stand up and 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 it takes those people. You know, your dad came to you and said, "I know you. I believe in you." Now you believe in you and pin it right. And look what you did, man! You yeah. caught back up. Yeah. Right? That's that's hard to do. I think we have power within us, and some of our critics and some of the world they weigh us down. But one of the natural, um, one of the natural consequences of failures or mistakes is just that: you failed. You mis- You made a mistake. There's already a consequence. Why do we got to add fuel to the fire?
1: Exactly. Yeah. Life life, and circumstance are going to deal consequences. Right. Like, every time. And there's no reason why we should add to those consequences. But we right? do. We don't need to put rocks in our own backpack while we're hiking. Right. right.
0: We don't need to do that to ourselves. Yeah, you're, it, you're already going slow. Why add more weight? Right. Exactly. Right. So, uh, I mean, I think... Everything we do, we teach our kids, You, there's consequences, right? Yeah. Um, you're not going to get a smiley face on your progress chart today, Austin, because you didn't clean your room or whatever. Oh, dang it. <laughs> so we start getting conditioned to do that. Well, I mean, you have to give the kids consequences. You know, my kids had consequences. You have to give them, but then you also have to teach them to push past them as they get older and as we go through life. And um, it reminds me back in the 13th and the 14th centuries in Europe when the Black Plague was around. What they would do to ward off the black plague and to they would go out into the streets where people could see him and they would beat themselves with these whips and these chains and irons and and they would bleed and and it was Jeez. a yeah yeah it was a bloody mess, but um they would do this so their blood would right they're they're bleeding out so it would ward off the black plague it was some crazy thing and and so what what just thinking about that, what that tells me is all the way back then, Austin, they were punishing themselves. Yeah. Right? Now, as times have changed and, and the world's advanced, do you think we still punish ourselves?
1: We absolutely punish ourselves.
0: Now, I know you and me and, yeah. and and the rest of Neck Nation, we're not going out on the street and beating ourselves with an iron and bleeding out. No, definitely not. But internally, we are. Yeah. Right? If it's oh, been going yeah. on that long— and we've been conditioned to punish ourselves and we've been punished for, I mean, and there's some things that we need to be punished for. Yeah. But I think about the necessity of some of the punishment that we give ourselves without even thinking about it, right? So as the world progressed, so is our different ways of punishing ourselves. And, you know, it just reminds me of uh, the previous episode when we talked about wounds. Oh, sure. Right? We have wounds, man. We all do. Yeah. Right? So when we get wounded, legit, we make a mistake and we get wounded, why do we got to make the wound worse? That's when we need to be able to program to start healing ourselves right away.
1: You know what? And it, it really sparks a lot of thought when you, when you ask the question, why? Why do we inflict punishment on ourselves? And I think one of the things, at least for me, like as I do some self-reflection is, there's times in my life where I just have not had a grasp or a good understanding of my value, right? Undervalue myself continually all the time, which would drive myself to, to further punishment, right? Right. Uh, Beyond what life and circumstance are already going to deal me. So, so I think that's one of the things is, is we don't understand our value. The other thing that I think we get into this habit of is we tell ourselves that we don't deserve something, We've convinced ourselves that we've done something so egregious, or that we're so bad, or or that we've made such big mistakes, or we've had such ex- extreme failures that we don't deserve. And this and that's just not true, Kit. It's and, not and, and true, Neck Nation. It's not true. This wow. attitude of I don't deserve that that couldn't be further from the truth. We'll decide.
0: Will we? Will we'll decide.
1: decide right. We've said that before. Yeah. We'll decide, and life will tell you. Life and circumstance will tell you what you deserve. They're dealing the consequence. You don't have to do that. You don't have to add to that yourself.
0: Right. You know, when you talk about consequences, Austin, I think of um, the justice system. And in our justice system, you only pay the price one time. Yeah. So out here for our own justice system, for our own selves— why do we pay the twice more the the price more than one time? Yeah, you're not
1: asking the you're not asking the judge to tack on ten years to your sentence when you're yeah. being sentenced, right? Yeah,
0: I mean, none of us are being sentenced, hopefully, right now. Uh, but you know, that's like me saying, Austin, that's a, that's is a, that's a premeditated self inflicted wound, son. Yeah, we're gonna add another ten. Yeah, but guess what? You're gonna add the ten by yourself. Yeah, right, and so. When you, when you give these examples and these stories, Neck Nation, what we're really trying to do is just kind of bring awareness and wake up because we're important. I don't care if you're sitting in jail. I don't care who you are. You can go from prison to praise. Oh, sure. Right? It's it's within us. Yep. It's just those self-limiting beliefs that we give ourselves, those are really fences that are around our progress. Yep. So how do we break down those fences? You brought up why. Yeah, Why? You know what? Our why to do something is just as powerful as our why not to do something. I think identifying that why is so important.
1: Absolutely. And and not only do we identify why we do something, right? So we've talked about why it is that we would punish ourselves, but also how do we punish ourselves, right, right. Kit? So in some of these ways, and, and we were talking about this a little earlier, um, but, you know, there's... Substance abuse or addiction, oh, yeah. or you know, are two major ways that we we punish ourselves. Yeah, right. Yep. We we sink ourselves into these things that just get a hold of our lives, and and we become subject to them, or or we go back to those because we get in this that attitude of of I don't deserve.
0: Right, right? and it's when you're when you're thinking like that, those are called triggers, and yeah. I think identifying our triggers for for any, whether it's substance abuse or whatever, any, any type of addiction. And everybody has one. I don't care if it's too much soda, Um, you know, and I've, I've battled through it myself, but the reality is, is this, um, we're worth it. Our value's there and the power's within, within us. Right. Yeah. And, and what happened when your dad was there at that checkpoint and said, "Uh, come on, man, wake up, bro, pin it. Right. I,
1: yeah, I came to a realization
0: in what that you, very moment. Your dad had the key that unlocked that prison that you put yourself in. Yeah. Right. And so I just wonder how how many of us can be that key for other people. You know what I mean? And just a great idea.
1: Yeah. What just a help. Thought.
0: Just something simple. I mean, you didn't sit down and take your helmet off and take your boots off and no. call it quits. You were just telling your dad. It's like, frick, man. Yeah. All this hard work. I get invited to this big race and I mean, that's, it it was awesome. I think that story's more powerful than even you realize probably. Yeah. Because your dad had that key. How many of us have that key to unlock our sons, our daughters, our spouses, our friends, our coworkers, and, and maybe we don't dare. Right. Say something or whatever. So I think as men, we're already bleeding out. We rub dirt on it. And we're tough, and we don't need no help. But the reality is, man, you're you're tough. You know how to go fast, sure. But you needed help, yeah, right. None of us are immune, no. Right, we're all going to need help along the way. So I just look at that, and I'm like, if you punish yourself, I mean, victims punish themselves. Um, and, and you were a victim of your own circumstances there for a minute. Oh, I was. I mean, absolutely. Grant, granted, I'm not trying to pick on you, bro, because you yes. went sailing over the handlebars. Yeah. Right? Yeah. That didn't hurt as bad as the damage you did to yourself afterwards. Yeah, that's true. <clears throat> right? That's true. And so I think about that. If, if If victims punish and victors push, right, we need to be victors. And, and in the end, even though you piled up and didn't finish the race, I mean, you were driven and you pushed yourself as hard as you could to catch back up. And so that, that brings up a point that I think is so powerful, and that's the word momentum. Yeah. Momentum is something we should teach in the schools, man. When I'm being an entrepreneur, you know, people always say how oh, you do this or this or that. It's like, I don't want to say it, but the reality is, Momentum is so powerful. I don't care what you're doing. I don't care if you own a lemonade stand or you're mowing, mowing lawns or whatever. I don't care how minimal or how major it is. The reality is we all work for momentum. Yeah. If you go to a new job tomorrow and you're getting started and you're timid and you're learning and new personalities and new this and new that, and you're you're working for one thing and you don't even realize it, and that's momentum. So that momentum will give you that hockey stick, that upswing that you need. And that power to push through, right? Because when you have momentum, when you're racing and you're going across the whoops and you're coming into berms and you're – rhythm's everything. It is. It but, is. But so is your momentum, right? Yep. Yeah. You know when you got your rhythm, your momentum, your speed, and everything's clicking.
1: Oh, absolutely. And some of the best the best rides of my life were – all of them, they had the momentum. Yeah. They had the timing. They had the rhythm. Everything was working, and it just promotes – momentum promotes momentum
0: yeah right and so momentum's a big deal because that momentum man when you when you get into that rhythm and momentum dude you're unstoppable yeah right you're picking up seconds on every lap life's the same way and i always always try to work for momentum even in my day and i'd always focus on mondays because i don't know why but mondays um, that's another thing that's been learned we got to unlearn a lot of stuff neck nation but that's one of those things that's been learned and that's you know, not just punishing yourself, but we punish ourselves without realizing it come Monday. Why? Because it's Monday, right? And we don't even realize it. So I think it's important. We got to, um, as humans, we don't have filters, right? We don't have protections. We're not apps. No. Right? You can't put a filter and a protection on us. Our own filter and our own protection is our minds and the way we're wired. So those mistakes, we need to change the word mistake in our own minds to experience, because mistake sounds bad.
1: It does. It has a negative connotation to it. So,
0: but when when you talk about experience, man, who doesn't want to hire a dude with experience? Right. Right. You come to me and give me all your experience. What if you relabeled it mistakes? Here's all my mistakes. Like, dude, you're not hired. Yeah, no kidding, Right? right? Change that one word to experience. I'm like, this dude's got a lot of experience. He's got what it takes. Right.
1: You know, and this is interesting because what, what does it take? We, we've talked about momentum here and the importance of momentum. And what does it take to get momentum? Well, it's, it's hard and it's simple. And for me, it was the, the phrase my dad said, get going. It was to do something, right? Yeah. And to push ourselves to do. So when we say, don't punish yourself, push yourself, push is an action word and it's going to require you to do something that you wouldn't ordinarily do in a certain circumstance. Yeah. Right? It's going to it's a call to action and just taking that first step is is moving you towards developing that momentum that you need to get yourself out of this cycle of self-punishment.
0: Yep. You're right. It's something so important to pay attention to. Um there's a story that I heard and there's this uh guy that would train these wild animals right and and this guy went on a safari, and he paid all this money to go on the safari, and he was excited to go, and he goes out and they're they're out in the jungle and and here's these elephants right when they pull up these majestic huge animals right sure, yeah, and this guy gets off the bus and goes with the safari people, and he looks he's sitting there looking at the elephants, and he's like, that elephant has basically a string he has a very thin rope that was tied to this elephant's leg. And this is a full-grown elephant, majestic, smart, big animal, powerful. Gigantic, yeah. Right? And he goes, follows that little rope to a pole, just a pole in the ground. It wasn't even that thick of a pole, and it wasn't even put in the ground that hard, right? And so, anyways, he goes on the tour, and he comes back around, and and, and they're eating lunch and stuff. And this guy goes, I just got to know. He's probably like us, right? He just got to know. He just got to (laughs) know. And if you got to know, you just ask, right? Yeah. So he wheels up there and he asks this trainer, this elephant trainer and, and this animal trainer, zookeeper, whatever, um, at the beginning of the safari. He goes, hey, I got to ask you a question, man. You think that little rope and that little stake you have in the ground over there would hold this big animal? He goes, absolutely not. It would never hold this animal. He goes, if he wanted to, he could break it, right? He goes, yeah, absolutely. He goes, then why do they stay? I would expect you to have chains or cages or something to keep these big majestic powerful animals corralled so they don't you know take off yeah i guess they were giving rides on them and and stuff and so they needed them to stay right there where the staging area was so the trainer said something interesting that hit me and that is he goes these elephants even though they're full full grown and powerful and could just take one step and pull that right out of the ground yeah he said they've been chained up they've been this little rope and this stick that we have in the ground is what we used when they were babies, when they were younger. And back then, it was enough to hold them. It was enough to keep them there. And so even though they could very easily now that they're bigger, pull that right out of the ground and just, you know, take off into the into the safari, they won't. And the reason they won't is because they don't think they can. Wow. And so the moral of the story is our limiting beliefs, right? These elephants have never tried now that they're bigger and more you know, powerful and stronger. They've never pushed themselves to try, right? Yeah. They've never pushed their limiting beliefs. Their limiting beliefs are keeping them right there on that rope and they could very easily just move on. And so our limiting beliefs that we have that, that, that end up taking us down the road of self punishment. I mean, that's a that's a form of self-punishment right there in itself. Not taking action, like what you what you said, is yeah. a is a form of self-punishment. If you don't do nothing or push yourself, you're punishing yourself by default. Absolutely. Right? So it goes yep, both ways. It's it, it's a double edged sword. So here's these big majestic smart animals that are just wicked powerful and they could just Go on a walk, right? Yeah. They can go on a walk about no problem with that little string attached to their legs, but they don't because of their limiting beliefs. So I think those limiting beliefs are really the fences that are stopping our progress. We need to try them. We need to push, right? And we need to see what we're made of. And so I think my, my message today is Neck Nation. Let's push. Let's push ourselves. We don't know where we can go. Until we do. And it feels so good to push yourself. Mistakes, that's so yesterday, man. It's next face, next race, right? When you fell down, bro, and you piled up, at the end of the day, you knew you gave 100%. You caught back up. I did. Your next face, next race. If you would have stopped there by dad and he would have given you, you know, a a pat on the back and said, it's okay, maybe next time. Your next time might not have came until later down the road because you would have to be – Pulling them fence posts out of your self limiting beliefs. No kidding. Right? Yep. Absolutely. So let's praise ourselves. Let's push ourselves and let's push those that we love around us, man. Let's give, let's, you know, when you take the stairs and you've worked hard to get where you're at, let's hit the button, send the elevator down, lift somebody up.
1: I love it, Kit. I love it. And I love it, Neck Nation. So let's do that. Let's stop punishing ourselves. Life and circumstance, they'll deal the consequences. Let's stop giving ourselves consequences on top of what we already have yep. and let's push ourselves let's do Let, there's a call to action there neck nation so let's do and let's find that momentum and if, uh, if you like what we talked about today and you like this content be sure to like and share this video I say it every time but sharing this video is how we get to reach people right we want to help inspire and lift as many people as we possibly can so share this video share it with your friends like the video uh, but for now Bless up, Neck Nation.
0: Bless up, and thank you for plugging into your Neck Nation power station. We're out. We're out.